You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 55. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and today on the podcast, we have my good friend, Nikki Sims. I met Nikki about two and a half years ago when my husband and I decided that we wanted to get stronger, and we decided the fastest way to do that, instead of trying to mess around at the gym on our own, was to actually hire a coach. And so we got paired up with Nikki as our coach, and she has been coaching my husband ever since. So he's been coaching with her for about two and a half years. And I coached with her for a year and a half before I made the transition to CrossFit, which I talked a little bit about last episode and then also in episode number 26. So I love Nikki. I was loved working with her and she really was able to take us from the baseline level of strength that we had coming into the program and progress on it and to get us stronger and to get us feeling very comfortable under a barbell and to get us feeling like we had the technique right and like we weren't going to get injured. And so I was excited to be able to ask Nikki to be on the podcast because I wanted her to talk about getting stronger and the benefits of strength training and the benefits specifically of barbell training. Because as you'll hear in the episode, I think we see oftentimes, um, I feel like there's a movement being made where weightlifting is more um, normalized in women, but I still feel like a lot of that is dumbbell oriented and moving women from dumbbells into barbells, I still feel like is a place where um, there's a lot of confusion and there's a lot of misunderstanding and there's a lot of fear associated with going into barbell training. And so we talk about that in the episode and we talk about how you can get started. And Nikki actually gave a discount code to my listeners. And so we talk about that at the end. So if you are wanting to hire a coach and you're wanting to have someone walk you through this process, Nikki has a discount code for you at the end. And we've linked that up in the show notes. So if you go to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash 55, then you can get that discount if you're wanting to get started with coaching. Now, without further ado, let's jump into the episode with Nikki Sims. I would like to welcome Nikki Sims to the podcast. Hey, Nikki. Hi. It's so exciting to be here. (laughs) Yes. I've been wanting to do this. Ever since I started the podcast, I made like a list of people that I wanted to bring on and you were on that list. And so I am excited that it it's time to to bring you on and share you with the world. It's happening. (laughs) It's it's happening. That's right. So Nikki was my coach. Yeah. Is my husband's coach and has been a part of our life now for like three years. Yeah. I've got to come over and have your delicious cooking. That's right. Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. We went from, you know, just uh, being assigned her as a coach when we started doing some um, powerlifting and then she decided to move into the same state as us. And now we've 
gone to the point where we've had her had her over to our gym and and dinner with her. So it's been wonderful. I'm excited to, sh- to share Nikki with you and all the all the stuff that Nikki can bring. So um, for those that are just brand new meeting you, Nikki, can you kind of give us just a little bit of background about you? Yeah, I would love to. Um, I am a strength coach, so I coach barbell training. That's my specialty. Um, I do that remotely. So I work for a company called Barbell Logic Online Coaching, and that's where I first met uh, Amber and Taylor, or you and Taylor, mm-hmm. or TJ, as I think people call them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's how we first got connected. So I have clients, gosh, all around the country and even a couple international clients. So I get to do that remotely. And also for Barbell Logic, I am, well, my official title is uh, Vice President of Internal Relations, but my responsibility that I take on for myself there is asking everybody what they need to do to succeed and how can I help them do that. And that works for our coaches and it works for our clients too. And then I also coach people in person. Yeah. So I go to their gyms mostly and we do squats and bench press and deadlift and overhead press and get them strong. (laughs) Yeah. So the way that we found Nikki was my husband, um, picked up a book called starting strength. And as he was trying to start getting into lifting and, and, um, figuring out what he was supposed to be doing when he went to the gym, he read through starting strength. And at the time, um, he got to the point where he was like, you know what? I just need a coach. Like I need someone to teach me how to do this. And so we signed up for, um, starting strength online coaching and, I, we were just randomly paired with Nikki and I was actually really excited because when we both signed up, we signed up as a couple and we Mm -hmm. both got paired to the same coach, which was kind of fun to be able to be paired with the same person. And I have to have to admit that when I, when we got our email that told us who we were paired with, I was like, Oh, phew, it's a, it's a girl. And then, (laughs) and then at the same moment I said, I thought, Oh my gosh, what if she's like, crazy ripped, like gigantic. <laughs> what if she's like, not what I want to look like? <laughs> and, I'm like, welcome to coaching. <laughs> exactly. So I very quickly went on social media and like went into Instagram and like found her handle. And I like scrolled through her feed and I was like, oh, phew, she, she's just a normal girl. <laughs> yep. Simply <laughs> <She>, normal. <laughs> she's just a normal girl. She totally looks good. Okay. We can, we can start with this coaching thing. Um, I get it. <laughs> And so we, we did coaching for about a year and a half, I think. Mm-hmm. And TJ has been doing coaching now for, I think over two going on two and a half. I don't know. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, but we love Nikki and I, I loved, love, love working with Nikki and she absolutely was able to take me from just like dabbling in barbell to actually being very structured and um, yeah. progressive and making sure my lifts were right. And that my technique was right. And that I was moving in the right direction. So and they still look great. I remember seeing your squat last time. Still yeah, off. That's right. So then we had Nikki come over not, not too long ago. And so we went out and uh, lift in the gym and went back to doing squats. And Nikki's like, it still looks good. And I'm like, well, that's because I had a good coach. <laughs> I had a good coach who like hammered the technique into me. So also, I got to say you and TJ are amazing to work with because you appreciate the value of habits. It's just yes. like, I'm going to invest in mm-hmm. creating this habit. I'm going to respect the process and not fight it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And trust um, it and ask, trust my coach. Questions. Yeah. And so you've built habits and they've, they've lasted. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's a huge part of what made you successful. Yeah. And I have to tell you, um, I, so my husband's now been coaching 
with Nikki for over two years. I think we're going on two and a half years. And I think I can count literally on one hand, the number of workouts he's missed in that time. And it's always like a big, like, Oh my gosh, Mm-hmm. What can I do to not miss a workout? Is there any way possible that I could not miss a training session? <laughs> and we've lifted on vacations. We've lifted. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It's like it's a commitment. And to him and to me, it's like we signed up for this. We committed to this and we're going to put our effort into it. And we don't miss workouts. And that's just part of who we are and how I we never show want up. that to come at the expense of your marriage or family. Totally. But I'm so very happy about and it. There has been a couple times where I'm like, okay, honey, we're on vacation. Yeah, we'll go lift one time this week, but we're not gonna lift twice. <laughs> so there's a balance there. There's a balance. Good. That's important. You do have to live. <laughs> Absolutely. So how did you get into strength training? Gosh, and specifically yeah. barbells. Yeah. Uh, well, I started, I remember when I was in high school, I tried to do sports and I'm just not that very much gifted athletically. <laughs> so I remember I did like cross country for a half a day and I was like, half nope, day. not for me. <laughs> like, I like left halfway through the run. I was like, no, no. <laughs> Took a different turn. And ran Took home. a different turn. So I spent a lot of time just at the gym. Like I was just a gym rat. I would do like aerobics class and abs class and spin class and yoga and get on the gyms and get on the leg press or get on the machines and get on the leg press and just kind of dilly around. And then I started, um, dating someone who was kind of into lifting and then together we ended up getting into CrossFit and totally just went really deep into CrossFit. I loved it. I loved the community of it. I loved that there was lifting involved. Um, I hated that there was running involved, but I still showed up (laughs) (laughs) and that's where I really got to know like the barbell and got it. I really got hooked on power cleans and deadlifts. And that's when I first started doing chin-ups. So it was really through CrossFit. And after doing that for a couple of years, um, I, with my husband at the time and a couple of our friends, we opened up our own CrossFit gym and did that for a couple of years, which was really fun. And that got me in the door to really helping people get stronger more. Like they came to us to get more athletic. And that's where I started to learn more about barbell training. And that's where I read starting strength. And then I went to the starting strength seminar and became a starting strength coach. And man, I was just hooked on lifting after that. I learned more about progressive overload and the joy of actually having dedicated lifting progress and dedicated, a dedicated lifting plan and how you could actually objectively get stronger and I didn't have to run anymore. And I was like, sold. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're running. I'm there. So for those who are listening, who are hearing you say this word or these words, progressive overload, can you kind of tell them what that means and why it's really important to include into our training programs? Yes. Yes. Uh, the idea of progressive overload is we take you as you are now and we make you a little bit stronger each time. We increase the stress little by little so that over time you get a little bit stronger. We create this kind of positive slope to your, to your strength potential. And it's the, just the right amount of dosage that you can complete and recover from, Mm -hmm. but it has to be a little bit more each time. So an example would be if you just go into the gym and squat 95 pounds, three sets of five, every single day you go into the gym, that's not going to be enough for your body to be, to, to have a reason to get better. Mm-hmm. So we have to, we have to give it a reason to get stronger. And we do that with adding a little more weight to the bar every time you lift. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And there's, I think for people listening, it's, it's easy to understand that like people don't just randomly grow muscles, right? Like we never walk yeah. down the street and like, someone's like, Oh, I haven't been to the gym. And I just like randomly grew this muscle. Um, <laughs> Our body doesn't adapt unless we give it a reason to adapt. Right. And so that's where training comes in and it's where increasing a little bit over time really comes in. And this is one of the biggest mistakes I see. And, and I think when we get to barbell training, it makes a little bit more sense for people. But with dumbbells, it's like you go into the gym and you always lift, you always bicep curl 15 pound dumbbells. And mm-hmm. then you come back and you bicep curl 15 pound dumbbells. And then a month later, you're still bicep curling 15 pound dumbbells. You're not mm-hmm. giving your body any reason to adapt beyond having to lift 15 pound dumbbells. And so when we get into barbell training, one of the awesome things about barbell training is that it is really hard to like keep increasing the weight on dumbbells for mm-hmm. bicep curls because it's a single mu- muscle movement and you're not going to be able to curl a hundred pounds anytime yeah. soon. And you might be limited to the size and the jump too, like totally 25 pounds, right to 30 pounds. It's and a big jump. That's just too much. Yeah. But when we come to barbell training, now we can really start to make jumps in a mm-hmm. little bit more successive pattern. Um, so talk to us about barbell training specifically. What what is great about barbell training? I think, I feel like we're starting to get women to buy into the fact that weight training is important, mm-hmm. but I think we still have a ways to go in changing the mindset around specifically barbell training. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Absolutely. Like the, so I'll start with why barbell training is fantastic. And like you were touching on already is that we can incrementally load at a very adaptable rate. Yes. So some people will start lifting, they'll start squatting, for example, with a 35 pound bar. And that's just the amount of stress that they need then. But I can't add 15 pounds to the bar to that person. That would be too much. Mm-hmm. So what barbell training allows us to do is add, you know, two and a half pounds. We even have little fractional plates that come as small as a half pound. And so it's just the right amount of stress for that specific person, right? Like I'm not going to treat a brand new female who hasn't lifted before, like I would treat a 200 pound, 18 year old guy, like totally different organisms. Mm -hmm. But the barbell allows each person to give themselves the right amount of dosage to get a little bit stronger. So I don't, we don't have to come in and just completely overload you. You can start exactly where you are and get a little bit better with incrementally loading it. And, you know, the barbell is usable for any human being, like it has no idea if you're male or female, you move it in the same way and you just adjust the dosage. Mm -hmm. So it's very adaptable and, you know, women have muscles and they have bones and the older we get, the harder it is to keep those. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we have to give your body a reason to keep those things around Mm -hmm. with that progressive overload concept. And also, um, so I have, well, I have a funny story to tell. Uh, so I was getting a massage recently and I was telling the lady that I have a lot of tension in my like neck and upper back. And mm-hmm. at the end of the massage, she was like, yeah, you weren't kidding. Like you do have a lot of tension. And I was like, yeah, I do CrossFit. And I just, I like, I just put my muscles to work and she's like, yeah, I could tell most women don't have muscles in their upper back. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm taking that as a compliment. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, or like, yeah, arms upper back like it just gets neglected with like lots of lower body stuff and lots of ab work but you know as we get older putting things up overhead is important picking things up is important and like nothing 
stretching won't do that for you. Running won't do that for you. Like things, even things like Pilates, like Mm -hmm. those won't do that for you. Like your muscles are actually, this is interesting. Muscles are pretty dumb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're very simple. Um, well, I don't want to say simple, but you can't confuse them even though they're dumb, <laughs> like they don't need anything really super fancy. They just need to be challenged, mm-hmm. but you have to make sure to give them enough challenge. Like they're up for it, but they'll go away if you don't give them a reason. And the older we get, like, I mean, I'm in my thirties. I'm thinking a lot of your audience is probably around the same age as I am, but like, man, we see our parents getting older mm-hmm. and they don't have muscle anymore mm-hmm. and they can't do as much for themselves anymore. And that the only thing that will help is keeping muscle on your skeleton. Totally. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when, um, I did an interview with my husband, uh, a while ago and this was one of the things that brought him into strength training was as a physician, he saw, and he deals with an older population, an older female population. Um, he saw women come in who were in their sixties and seventies, which is not that old mm-hmm. and like literally not even able to like lift their leg up onto the table. Oh, um, yeah. and he just saw these women who were in their sixties and still had hopefully several decades of life left to live who were already not able to physically like do the things that they needed to do to get through their life. Mm-hmm. And for him, it was kind of a w- big wake up call of like, you are going to have a strength decline. Like mm-hmm. you will decline in strength over, over your aging. And mm-hmm. if we can build a reservoir of strength now, then when that decline happens, you're not going to get to the point where you can't lift your leg up onto a table. Yes. And, and so I like, I just have such a passion with strength training and getting people strong and not, not just the aesthetics, not just looking like you're strong, not just looking like you have muscle, but actually physically getting strong because it's that strength that we need as we age and as we get older in life. Yeah. And man, that reservoir of strength, that's a great phrase. Yeah. And also I think one thing that's really important about this is the independence that it gives us. Like, yes, I don't want to be reliant mm-hmm. on someone that they need to come and like get things off shelves for me mm-hmm. or help me up the stairs. Like I don't want to be a burden like that on the people who I love. Like mm-hmm. I want to be able to help the people who I love. I want to do that for them. I don't want them to have to do that for me. Totally. So if I can be the stronger person, then I'm going to do it for them. Totally. So as you got into strength training, I know that, that, um, there is some perception and obviously like I even had that perception, right. As I signed up for mm-hmm. coaching, I was like worried that you were going to be this like burly woman that was going to like yell sure. at me and <laughs> that I'd never, ever wanted to actually look like, um, did you have any fears surrounding that? I feel like women in barbell training is still fairly new. I mean, yeah, it, there's not a ton of women to even like look up to, but was that a concern of yours? And has that panned out? You know, I tried, I was looking, I was thinking back and I don't actually think that was ever a real concern of mine. Um, or if it was, I don't actually remember mm-hmm. because it was, uh, this was, this was like 10 years ago now. Um, gosh, I actually don't think it was, <laughs> but I, I totally get it because even when I was first getting into lifting, like you would only see the people who were lifting the most amount of weight, like on the internet. Mm -hmm. And so you don't see the 130 pound girls Mm -hmm. squatting 250 pounds. Mm -hmm. You see the 200 pound girls Mm -hmm. squatting 350 pounds. And it was just like, Oh, do I really need to weigh 200 pounds to do this? Mm -hmm. I don't want to weigh 200 pounds to do this. So that was more my fear of 
me thinking that if I actually want to be strong, that I have to weigh a lot. And I think I never really wanted that at all. And I still don't, but I know I don't have to. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's been one, that was one thing that was really awesome working with Nikki is that she would put that in perspective for me because it's easy to go on Instagram and be like, freak, this girl is squatting, you know, 300 pounds. Like, and I'm still here, like really struggling at 200 pounds. And you feel like, well, she's like so much better. Like, why am I so inadequate? Like, why can't I squat as much as she can? And then Nikki was very good about putting that into perspective. She's like, yeah, she probably weighs 170 pounds and you weigh 130. And it's like lifting does have some relative to your size. And, uh, and it isn't a competition either. It's, you know, again, yeah. it's you adapting and progressing compared to where you were yeah. previously. And that's actually the most important thing about lifting is that you're lifting for you. Like your yes. body just become, you become more of yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't become someone else when you lift. Oh, that's like, good. I like that. Yeah. It, it's, it just builds on from everything you already are. And I think makes it better and stronger. You don't turn into anybody else. And that's, really what I love about it is that it's your strength. Mm-hmm. It's everything that you do and you work hard for, and you are the one that takes responsibility for making it better. Mm-hmm. No one can take that away from you. So good. So good. So let's talk about how we, um, progress because this idea of progressive overload, this idea of like building a little more this time than last time and a little more last time than, you know, the time before, um, how do we take that and, build upon that? Um, and how is it sometimes different from the ways that people just like show up at the gym and they're like, huh, today I feel like I'm going to put 55 pounds on the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next day they show up and they're like, that was too easy. I'm going to put 75 pounds on the bar. So can you talk to us about the different the difference yeah. in how you're approaching your training that way? Yeah. So I think it's helpful to think about this like a science experiment. We have to have some um, we have to have some, con- some constants, which means that when you go into the gym, you have to keep some things exactly the same, and then you have to increase another thing. Mm. And what that looks like is you're going to have a boring workout for a couple months where you go in and you squat three sets of five, you bench press three sets of five, and you deadlift one set of five. And that is the same workout three times a week. And it looks pretty boring on paper, mm-hmm. but the weight is increasing each time you go in. And that rate or the weight, the amount of weight will increase based off of you, you know, Mm -hmm. based off of you, your abilities, your current strength level, it's completely individual to you, but we're giving you a very controlled dosage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but we know what is working and what isn't working. And that's really kind of the beauty of this is that when you go in and just do what you feel like to get gratification for that moment, you may get better from it. You may get worse from it. Nothing may happen from it. And you just don't know what's working and what isn't working. So we have to keep things simple and very much the same for a while and have complete control over what we're changing and make it systematic. This was where, this was where we hired a coach was because we knew enough. We could get started in the gym. We could see our weights progress. And then we got to a point where like, I I don't know how to keep going up. (laughs) 
Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I should go up. Like that last one, like I, I failed that last rep. Do I go down? Do I go up? Do I like, oh. and so what Nikki is kind of talking about is that the beginning time when you go into the gym, it is very linear, right? She's saying you mm-hmm. keep all the variables the same, except the weight, the weight yes. just jumps. Um, but at some point you're going to get to the point where it becomes a little bit more complex than that. You can't yeah. keep adding five pounds to your squat every single time. I wish you could, but you can't. Yep. <laughs> and bad. so then that's where we start pulling different levers, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll change. Okay. Well, how about you start going to the gym four times a week and we spread out how often you're going up in weight. So instead of going up in weight every session, you're going to go up in weight every other session. Because like you just said, Amber, we can't expect you to keep putting on five pounds every single time you squat or else we'd all be squatting 400 yeah. pounds. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> <It'd be> fun. <laughs> so yeah, we have to, you get, you just get to be uh, a more complex science project, mm-hmm. which is fine. So more, yeah, more variables. To, yep. More variables we get to play with and manipulate. And it just takes, it takes getting to know the person and how they respond to training and also what else is important to them. Like, you know, yeah. some of my clients really do just want to keep lifting just to get stronger and compete in powerlifting, but that's not for everybody. And that's totally fine. You just adjust it to what's important to them in their lives, but strength doesn't have to go away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always there in the back burner and it should be because you're still a skeleton with muscle on your bones, mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but, but priorities change. And that's totally. Okay. And, and Nikki and I kind of flop places. So she started out in the CrossFit mm-hmm. world and then she went more to strength training. And I started out with strength training and then crossed over to CrossFit. Yeah. Um, because some of those things like she was talking about was important to me. Yeah. I felt like I had built a base level of strength that I was happy with and I didn't really want to mm-hmm do what it took to squat 250 pounds. And I was, I'm having fun, like doing stuff with my strength. Yeah. Um, so Which is great. Strength, and, like you should be strong to do the things that you love want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Nikki was super cool. I was a little bit nervous when I told her after a year and a half that I was like, I think I'm going to go do CrossFit, which I don't know. I feel like in the powerlifting world is a little taboo. Uh, <laughs> People with egos will do, will think whatever they want. But she was super cool. She was like, I can totally see that. You'll do great. Yeah. Uh, It it works great for, I think you are such a community person and you bring so much joy to a community and to a group. So I think it's, you know, excellent for you. Yeah. You know, you gotta have fun. It's totally, it has to be enjoyable. That's definitely sure. Um, okay. So this is kind of a funny question, but what things in the fitness industry make you cringe? Oh gosh. Okay. I think, so I was actually thinking about this last night. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves is like photos of people with abs selling something. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just, bananas. <laughs> I just recorded a podcast, like talking about this a little bit. Oh my so gosh. Okay. we're like on the same wavelength. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that podcast is coming by the way. It you, people up for so much disappointment and they do, you can't understand everything that's involved in getting abs. There's like, so much sacrifice in getting abs and it's so genetic, but yep. then you just have this photo of someone who seems happy, but you also, cause I've, I've had abs before, you know, that they haven't had a lot of water in a while, <laughs> you know, that they've been slaving away for months and months. And I think when you sell something just because of abs, you take away like it's, it's not authentic. Yes. <laughs> drives me crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this episode is coming. It's called <laughs> how I got a six pack and how you can too. And we're going to talk about some of the secrets behind the picture that you see. Oh uh, wow. And we're okay. going to talk about timing and we're going to talk about 
time of day that you take your ad pictures and <laughs> all of the things that Nikki is talking about because a static picture does not tell the whole story. No, it doesn't. So that, that, that podcast is coming. <laughs> and like, if you want abs, great, do it. Totally. But I like, I have a couple left and I have lots of abs just from squatting. <laughs> Nikki, like, and- did you like listen to my podcast episode? <laughs> because this is what I talk about. <laughs> this is amazing. This is exactly, you're just like leading into my episode. That, okay, one, that one's coming. <laughs> well, we, we didn't plan this, okay? <laughs> we did it. But that's so good. I, I have a similar, a similar irritation. Yeah. That's, that's um, funny. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, what would someone be surprised to learn about you? Um, well, I've told you all my cross country secret. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I grew up in Albuquerque and usually the first thing that people associate Albuquerque with is breaking bad. Oh, that's funny. And yeah. And I was an extra on one of the episodes where you can see me. No in freaking the way. Yeah, I was, a, I was a DEA secretary. I had short hair. <laughs> Wait, how did you get that gig? Well, they did a, like, some casting agency did a giant casting call because this was back when the film industry was really taking off in Albuquerque. And so I went to be, I think it was on in, like, one of the Avengers movies. I went just to the casting call. Uh-huh. And I didn't get selected for anything there, but I randomly got a call. And they're like, would you like to be on Breaking Bad? And I was like, of course I want to be in Breaking Bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was it was cool just to be in the background of something. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. All right. We'll wrap up with this last question. Um, okay. People are listening Hopefully women are listening and maybe they have now decided, you know what, like this barbell thing, maybe, maybe I want to try it. Maybe I want to like get started. Maybe, maybe I want to like progress for either from, you know, group fitness into the weight room or maybe from the dumbbells to the barbells. What would you say to the woman who's like, okay, I'm interested in starting. I'm interested in trying, but I don't know where to start. What would be the next step for them? The next step would be to find a coach because there's so much that you could do in a gym and there's so much that you could do incorrectly. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's helpful to have someone kind of guide you to simplify and help you understand what's the most important thing to do now. Mm -hmm. Something is definitely better than nothing. So if you, um, if you live in an area where you can find a starting strength coach, or if you live in an area where there's a barbell logic coach, or if you, love your gym and want to have a remote coach, then you can get one of our coaches at Barbell Logic by going to barbelllogic.com. And I'll set you up with someone who I think you'll get along with. And we really try and make it so that you have everything you need to do to do what's most important now, mm-hmm. because there's so much, there's so many choices out there that it gets really confusing. So I think it's best to just outsource a lot of that. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what a coach will do for you. Like we'll take a lot of the guesswork out, keep you safe, um, keep you on the right habit forming pattern so that you're not going to get hurt. You have someone who can ask all your questions to, um, and you'll actually make progress and it'll feel really good. You'll have measurable progress, which is, it takes a lot of the, the shoulds and the, and the irrational feels out of a lot of this mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and gives you something to really fall back on. So you can actually say, I have gotten stronger because mm-hmm. I did this. So yeah. a coach will help you do that. Yeah. Yeah. What, one of the things that makes me sad is when women are like, I'm going to go start trying to lift weights and then they, um, show up and they 
kind of mess around and they don't really know what to do and then they feel confused and then they mm-hmm. just quit because they don't they don't they're not sure if they have the right form right they're not sure if they're doing it right they're not sure if they're doing it enough they're right not sure if it's like the right split like all yeah. of these questions and it just makes me sad when women are excited and like ready to do it and then they end up getting lost in all of like the minutia sure um, and and don't really know how to do it and and getting injured is one of the biggest fears i think I hear from women, right? Like we feel like dumbbells are one thing. It's harder to get hurt with dumbbells in our mind. And then when we start, you know, putting on a barbell, we're like, oh gosh, that's scary. And and or heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Or heavy. And it's like, it's easy to get injured. Um, And so I do think like having somebody to coach you through that and to like make corrections and to be like, oh, you know, when we start out with light weights as a coach, you know, you can see what they're doing and they're not going to really hurt themselves if they're doing it wrong at lightweights and you can correct it mm-hmm. before the weight gets too heavy <laughs> Yeah, you can make injuries. And so that was one of the things that was most helpful is really getting that technique. Yeah. And that's them. what I'll do. Like, as soon, like if you join Barbell Logic, I set you up with a coach. So, and we have a lot of really amazing women on staff. So if you want to work with a woman, I would be happy to set you up with one of our, our female coaches and they're outstanding. And they just they make it so you can do this. Like you don't have to worry. Like we'll keep you safe. We'll believe in you. (laughs) And you have like a team of people working for your strength. Yeah. So awesome. So I loved working with Nikki. I loved working with the Barbell Logic coaches. Um, Nikki, did you say there's a discount code for them? Oh yes. So if you want to sign up at Barbell Logic, you can enter my last name, S-I-M-S, and it'll get you $100 off your first month. Sweet. And we will link that up in the show notes as well. So I know a lot of people, I get DMs a lot because people know that I did like a, I did um, a period of time with a coach and they're wondering if I liked it or if I would recommend it. And I 100% recommend it. And Nikki and all the coaches at Barbell Logic are really awesome. So um, so I was really (laughs) excited that Nikki said that they, she had a discount code for you guys. So we'll link it up in the show notes, but if you just go to Barbell Logic, um, their website, use the, her last name, Sims. Wonderful. Yeah. I'd love to help make people, women stronger and enjoy being strong and Me too. have a better life. <laughs> Me too. <Yeah. laughs> we can band together in that for sure. Yeah. Well, awesome, Nikki. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing about strength training with my audience. I loved hearing from you and I'm sure that they have found a lot of value in what you shared too. Absolute pleasure to be here. And thank you for everything you do. I love it. (laughs) I hope you found a lot of value from that episode. And I hope you're walking away with uh, the idea that maybe you want to get a little bit stronger. And maybe for you, that just means simply starting to lift dumbbells or to go to a group fitness class. And if that's the next step for you, awesome. I would love for you to take that next step, take that momentum, take that excitement that you're feeling and actually put it into action. And for some of you, the next step may be barbell training and getting stronger and doing lifts that are heavier weight and being able to see progress in that way. And if that is you, then I would really suggest hiring a coach. And maybe it's, you know, Nikki with Barbell Logic, or maybe it's somebody else. But I think having a coach in almost anything that you do in life just makes the process less frustrating. It makes the process faster. And yeah, you can try to figure it out on your own and you can read books and you can um, mess around. But I am all of the opinion that, man, if I want to do something, I want to do it with the least frustration and the least time possible. And for me, I found in my life, hiring a coach really does that. 
Thank you for all of the love on the podcast. Make sure that you have hit subscribe, whether you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, make sure you hit the subscribe so that you are notified when we upload podcasts every single week and you can hear more about what we're talking about. Um, Nikki and I did talk a little bit about the episode that's coming up. Um, I think that's going to be episode number 62 about abs and how I got abs and how you can too. So be looking out for that episode, but it is coming. It is in the works and I'm grateful that you're here and I'm grateful you're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio. That wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember, my friend, you can do anything. Hold up, sister friend. Do you love Biceps After Babies Radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.